Hey, 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 (laughs) Bethany Joy here, and this is the Bethany Joy Sings Podcast. Some of you might know me as a vocal coach, world traveler, or a blogger, and then some of you might be like, um, who the heck are you? Either way, I am so pumped that you're here. Over the years, I've had the honor of singing with some of today's most influential worship leaders. I've traveled the nations leading people into the presence of God. But my favorite thing, and above all else, is to be a lover of Jesus and his presence. So I want to invite you into conversation with friends and family from around the globe to a podcast that will be Christ and present-centered as we sip on some coffee and talk about life as a worshiper. Let's do this! Hey, this is Bethany Joy, and this is the Bethany Joy Sings podcast. I am so glad that you are here today. I am actually in Oregon as we do this podcast with my friend. We are in the room together with my friend, Danielle Houston. This is so cool. Um, I am just so honored to be able to do this, to host this, and to have her on. I have only known her for a couple months, which is crazy. (laughs) Because we just feel such a connection uh, in the spirit. I immediately felt like I met a sister, uh, met like somebody that's going to be a lifelong friend. And I knew that when the Lord asked me to do this podcast that I needed to ask her to be a part of it. And so I'm so honored to have you. (laughs) Thank you. Yay. This is amazing. Who knew that a sushi date (laughs) out of the blue would turn into such a deep well of friendship yeah. i'm like sushi, so grateful. sushi is of the lord sushi is of I'm the lord <laughs> can we just really quick talk about that they didn't know what to roll oh it was the um oh my gosh what was the roll the tiger eye roll the tiger they eye looked roll. at me like i was insane portland doesn't know what the tiger eye roll is get it together miss, portland miss bethany told them <laughs> don't you worry i told them how to make a roll who does that <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. And I said, I need to be her friend forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then like I had the mask on my face. So I I had to put the mask on my face. And I remember we were leaving and I was like, I hate this stupid thing. (laughs) And you looked at me and you're like, you're not in Texas anymore. (laughs) I got all the stairs. It was great. All the stairs. So much fun. But like we had such conversation Mm -hmm. just sitting there for hours talking about the things of God just realizing that we had such a connection in our hearts and just wanting to honor the Lord and everything that we're doing. Um, That worship to us is so much more than just singing songs. It's so much more than a set list. It's so much more than even singing good. It's literally just in everything that we do, we want to honor the Lord. And you are a worship leader. You're at the Vancouver Collective, Mm -hmm. Um, but you're also a recording artist. You're stepping out into doing these things that the Lord has put on your heart. And it's so amazing. But what was so funny is when I asked the Lord, like, Lord, what do I have her talk about? He will tell me something for every single person that I have on the podcast, but he was not telling me anything. (laughs) And I was like, all right, okay. You told me to have her, what she's supposed to talk about. (laughs) And he just, I guess he wanted me to stew for a little bit just to wait on him. Um, but then I, I got here and the Lord specifically said to me, have her talk about staying on fire, staying lit when the wood around you is wet. And we know physically and the natural, like when you have wet wood, it's not going to light. And I personally have felt very drawn to the Pacific Northwest. There's a whole lot of stuff that's connected to it, and I'm sure I'll reveal it over time on the podcast, but you guys know about Sean Foyt. You know about all this stuff that's going on in the nation, but what I don't know that you realize is a lot of what he's able to do right now is because of what people in in this area are making happen. They're sowing into revival in our nation, and when you sow into revival, you get to reap what you've sown. That's right. It's a biblical principle that you get to reap what you've sown. And I have just felt so strongly ever since I've been coming here since last December, um, that where it seems to be the darkest, when it seems like everything is going wrong and, and, and what we see on the news, 
in this area, everybody's like, stay away. <laughs> Don't go near Portland. You're going to get in a whole lot of trouble. What I'm seeing is the darkness is trying to rear its ugly head yep. because revival is literally here. Yes. It's here. And you're a part of what God is doing. And I believe that revival for our nation will start in the Pacific Northwest and it's going to trickle into the rest of the United States. And what the body of Christ has been contending for for years is going to, it's literally going to pop off. <laughs> okay. Mm, it's yes. going to pop off Amen. here first. And you're a big part of it. You're a huge part of it. And that's why I knew the Lord was like, have her on, have her share about this. Talk about staying lit and staying on fire when the wood is wet. And when I messaged her this, she like responded. She was like, you have no idea. I'm laughing right now. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. So I'm going to shut up now. And I'm just going <laughs> to let her share what's in her heart. So please just like tell us what that meant to you and then just share your heart. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. yes I was laughing because of when I looked up like what wet would like what that means yeah. um, and what it takes to burn that. Yeah. And I'm writing or I wrote this song called yeah. Tsunami. Yeah. God said, I'm not done with this song. Yeah. I wrote it with an amazing group of ladies um, called Shifra. It's yeah. our band name. God said, I'm not done with this song. Mm-hmm. Let's put it back on the drawing board. Yeah. Um, and this is just recent. Yeah. And so when you texted me this, mm-hmm. now listen to this, what it says about burning wet wood. Woo. <laughs> it means a lot of heat is required mm. to boil off the stored water. Wow. Because moisture doesn't move through bark well, splitting wood makes it dry more quickly. It exposes Mm. the inside and increases (laughs) its surface area. Wow. So this song about revival um, talks about exposing. And even in the first... God was showing me about exposing that yeah. there for revival to happen, there has to be something exposed. Sure. And the song Tsunami, when a tsunami yeah. comes, yeah. there's actually the the water goes out away yeah. and it exposes what is underneath. <laughs> and so we've been in this process yeah. of revival mm-hmm. and let's not get things mixed up. The wind of God, the breath of God yes. is blowing out. Yes causing exposure to happen and in return this wave of revival which we are seeing with our own eyes right now in the nation revival is happening dead to life moments are happening and so when you talk about wet wood and what it takes to burn it takes an exposing to happen and when I was thinking more about this um, the collective, our church, mm-hmm. has taught this very well. And it's intimacy mm-hmm. leads to identity, yeah. leads to kingdom authority. And so when we're so talking good. about even in in our life specifically, yeah. asking the Lord to expose mm-hmm. um, and talking, going back to intimacy with yeah. him. And yeah. he's showing us our identity. Yeah which leads to kingdom authority. But if we don't have the intimacy part of that, Mm -hmm. then identity isn't revealed. That's so true. And without identity, our authority is not in full force. Wow. So it's all working together. So when you had that on your heart, I just knew that God, it's just another layer of confirmation about what is happening. Because in all honesty, like, when you think of exposing, okay, like think about being exposed naturally. It's awkward. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Nobody promised that you being exposed was going to be like, oh, this is fun. I love everybody <laughs> seeing all of this. This is, this is perfection, but it's not. It's not. So please don't look at me. Please don't, please don't see all of this. And that is what the church has been running from. Mm. When you have like the discomfort that comes from being exposed, this is where people leave it. They don't, they don't want to go any further. They don't realize that that tidal wave is literally about to take over them because they've allowed themselves to be exposed. Wow. 
went and, and like I didn't even know anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> about you didn't. What you were talking about, and like I began to think about that while you were just talking, and I'm like, how many people get out of position because of what exposing feels like? What are people gonna think wow. if they see? What's wrong with me? What are people going to think if they they see my imperfections? What are people going to think? And so people remove themselves from, let's say, like the 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 diagnostic table of the Lord, like yeah. where He can be like, "Ooh, I don't want you to have this, so I want to expose this, so I can get rid of it." I call this like a machete covered in honey. <laughs> It's like the Lord's like, oh, it hurts so good. You know, you want to get that cut out, but you know that the chastening of the Lord is only to bring you into glory to glory to glory to glory with him. But how many people get off the table because of that Mm -hmm. exposing moment, you know? Wow. And I just, I'm, I'm just thinking of that as we're talking and I'm like, Lord, teach us how to be okay with the exposing, mm-hmm. knowing that we can trust that you are going to bring all like, like all that identity back yeah. that we feel like we're losing in that moment, yeah. but it's going to be your identity, your view, your opinion, not the way that we see ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be your words over us. Yeah. It's not going to be our words that we've lived under or the word curses of other people. Yeah. Being exposed is like, oh, this is like, this is like super embarrassing. You know, you look in the mirror. Let's just get real, real. I like to be real. Love it. You're in front of the mirror after you get out of the shower. You're fully exposed. (laughs) Let's just be real. Okay. You see every flaw. You see every imperfection. and, And this is almost how vulnerable it feels when the Lord is like, hey, I want to get rid of that. But this is where people run. Yeah. What would you say to people who feel like they're running because of that just awkward, exposed moment? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah. And I don't think it's a formula, but yeah. what has been something for me where I feel off, something feels mm-hmm. off, yeah. it's not a formula. But if you go back to intimacy sure. and truly just laying it all out there mm-hmm. then that's that's where we find what we need is right. in the presence yeah. we find what we need so when something's yeah. a little off or uncomfortable or sure. we're running from something then mm-hmm. if we can have the discipline yeah. i believe that actually does take discipline sure. to get back into the presence mm-hmm. Then we find what we need and there's boldness and courage yeah. to get back on the table mm-hmm. and say okay lord just do what you got to do. Yeah. Because like you were saying, going from glory to glory, what does that actually feel like and look like? Mm-hmm. And all the sense, I mean, it's all sensory. It, it, it's everything. Yeah. It's all encompassing when yeah. you talk about intimacy and identity. Yes. And what that, I mean, I literally just saw you getting back up on that table and the Lord was reviving you. He was yeah. resuscitating yes. you with your identity. Yeah. And it actually means from unconsciousness Ooh. or death. <laughs> he was resuscitating wow. you with the words from heaven, from ki- like kingdom words of your identity. And that is what was breathing life <laughs> yeah. into you. And you're actually able to even get off the table and use that authority that has been given to you yeah. by Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. Amen. That's so good. That's so good. I was thinking like when people realize that the exposing results in an, an embracement mm. rather than embarrassment, I feel like a lot more people would That's allow good. themselves to get on the table. That's so good. Like the Lord just said that to me. He was like, where people go wrong is they think that the exposing is for me to, to be embarrassed. That somehow true kingdom people would not turn you away. I'm just going to be real. Let's call it what it is. Yes. Okay. Somebody that really loves you and really is walking with the Lord and wants to see you walk in the fullness of your identity in Christ would say, oh my gosh, I am so excited for you because this exposing is actually going to lead you into being a son and a daughter and being embraced 
and not having that orphan mentality that you've had your whole life that somehow you have to perform or be good enough or be talented enough or be called enough or be some type of super wealthy person to be used in the kingdom of God, to be loved by the body of Christ, to be wanted by the father when you are fully accepted, fully pleasing and fully loved by the father period. If you never did another thing in your life, he actually loves you fully exposed just as much as he loves you when you are in your full identity. Mm-hmm. He literally cannot love you any more than he already does because he's given you the full measure of his love mm-hmm. because he gave you his son. Mm-hmm. It's that the exposing leads you into understanding how loved you really are. Yeah. That's really what, it, to me, is what's happening when that, that exposing is happening. It's like, oh, I'm coming into the fullness. Yeah. And we get to burn yeah. with even more yeah. heat. Yeah. It literally said so to good. burn the wood, it needs to split. Yeah. And it actually needs more heat if yeah. it's wet. And wow. so that's exciting to me. That's <laughs> so fun. When we talk oh about God. the fire of God, Woo. that is exciting I'm to like, me. I'm like, burn me up, yo. Yes, right? <laughs> Like that is revival. Yeah. What we're talking about right there is revival. Yeah. That's how we get there. Yeah. It's not revival without his presence. Yeah. Yeah. We know it's revival yeah. because of his presence. Because mm. he's there. Right? Yeah. That's, oh my gosh. It's so good. I was just thinking about too, like I'm, I'm writing this book and I've talked about it a couple times just within the podcast, yes. but I haven't gotten into like a lot of the details because I like, I want to keep it a secret <laughs> yeah. until, until the book comes out. We have it. to wait. But the Lord just like impressed <laughs> upon my heart to just talk about when he spoke to me in this, in this moment in worship where he said this phrase to me, ask me to reach your full potential in the glory. I... I didn't know what he was actually asking me to ask him, hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, when you think of the glory, like, especially as worship leaders, we're like, yeah. manifested presence of Jesus, you know? And we're, we have this, like, Christianese that ends up coming out of our mouths because we're like, that's our understanding of what the glory is, you know? It, what we've been taught, like, as kids in church, like, our whole life. Totally. And so I'm, I'm in this position where I'm up on the stage with some, some worship leaders and the Lord starts giving me a song and I know that it's for no one else. It's just for Jesus. And I know I'm not supposed to sing it in the microphone. So I put the microphone down. I'm letting everybody else carry it and do their thing. And I'm just ministering to the Father. And that's when he says, ask me to reach your full potential in the glory. And I'm like, cool. What does that mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. So I like put my hands up thinking I'm going to have like this crazy encounter with the Lord. I'm about to get slain in the spirit, knocked out, joy, crying, snotting, rolling around all over the place. I am here for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm like, um, okay. Ask me to, re- okay. Help me reach my full potential in the glory. Cricket. Like nothing happens. And I'm like, cool. That was really anticlimactic. Like, Awesome. So I'm, I'm in this moment where I'm obedient and I don't know what that's for, but I did it. So I was like, okay, well I was obedient. He'll reveal it in time. And then not even like five minutes later we had, I don't know if you know him, but, um, there's a a ministry, uh, called bridal glory and the minister's name is Brian Guerin. And he just carries such a, uh, sweet, like presence of God with Mm. him everywhere. Everywhere he goes, people encounter the Lord in a whole deeper level a new level. It's just so sweet. And he leans on the pulpit after like praying for people. And he says, you know, one of the definitions of the word glory is God's view and opinion. Wow. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. The Lord said, ask me the question again and change the words. So I said, God, help me to reach my full potential in your view and opinion of me. Wow. And when you realize that it is the glory of God for you to know the way he sees you, it is the, it brings glory Mm. to God for you to know his opinion about you. When you realize that it glorifies the Lord that you get on that table and he sees all the exposed things, he sees all the things that you think that are hidden from him. When you, when you think that that is like the worst thing, it's literally the best thing because you coming into 
knowing the way he sees you, knowing his opinion about you, and, and letting yourself be exposed in all of the embarrassment and all of these other things, it actually brings glory for him, glory to him for you to, to be on that table, to come into that fullness of how he sees you and how he views you. And not wow. only that, but he said to me that it's, it glorifies me that you, you know those things, but that you also know my view and my opinion about a matter. Like we get to be invited into his view and his opinion. Like everything that's going on in the earth, did, did you know that we can actually know how he sees it? Like we don't have to be in fear. We don't have to be in worry. We that's don't right. have to be in turmoil. We don't have to look at our city and look at our, the people of the nation. We don't have to look at the Pacific Northwest because the news wants to let everybody else look at this area and see the darkness Mm-hmm. When you can look at this area and see what God sees, yes, it changes your opinion. Yes. Because the opinion that the Lord has over the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. is that it's not an area with a bunch of wet wood. That's right. It's an area with a lot of fire. Yeah. It's, a, it's an area that is ripe for revival. Yes. And when you come into agreement with the way that God sees this area and the way that God has an opinion about this area... You begin to speak and live from that same place. Yes. And it is the glory of God for you to know that whatever region you're in, you could be Pacific Northwest. You could be Texas because we feel like we're our own region. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like when people ask us from overseas, where are you from? We don't say the United States. We say Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're just a little little prideful about that. God's working on our hearts. Um, (laughs) But when, (laughs) when you realize that, what you're seeing naturally is not actually what's happening. I mean, it's the scripture. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spirits of wickedness in high places. When you realize that's what you are standing against, but you know what God says about you Mm -hmm. and what his opinion is and view is of you, you're not moved by or affected by anything going on in the natural. You can actually live in that place of authority. Yeah. There is an authority that comes with understanding like, you know what? I have been fully exposed. Yeah. (laughs) I have stepped into identity. I have stepped into the divine nature of the Lord that he has for my life. And that divine nature is literally son and daughter of the most high God. It's literally, I am royalty. It's literally, I am Mm -hmm. um, wanted. I am adopted i am grafted into the kingdom of god i have everything that i need because my father owns a cattle upon a thousand hills like you look at 2020 and you're like i am not phased by you Mm -hmm. because i see what god is seeing about this whole entire thing i love that and you know just what you're saying about how god sees and how we're asking him how do you view this? What What are your thoughts, Lord, on this? Yeah. How do you view this? And as we mm-hmm. speak out yeah. what he shows us, mm-hmm. so good. his word, as we declare those things, because he told us to declare those yeah. things over our region and specifically the Pacific Northwest, yeah. my heart for the Pacific Northwest. And the Lord told me that this is holy ground. Yeah. And so as doesn't matter what it looks like yeah. in the physical mm. Nope. Whether it looks like holy ground or not, as we are declaring that Portland, Vancouver, you are yeah. holy ground yes. because the Lord told me yeah. his word doesn't come back void. Yeah, yeah. We can stand on that. Yeah. And if that doesn't fire you up, yeah. as we declare, <laughs> even over our own households, yes. this is holy ground. We yes. take authority yeah. over whatever's going on. We mm-hmm. start taking authority in Jesus' name. Yeah. His word doesn't come back void. And that makes me so excited. (laughs) It fires me up. It's something to stand on. It's foundation. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) And it's the best possible thing that it could be. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) That's so awesome. And like when you realize that you can actually have that authority over your relationships Hmm. and you know what I mean like you can speak to uh, a marriage you can speak to a child that is misbehaving you can speak to a work situation or uh, a friendship or you can you can actually be like 
God, how do you how do you view my kid? Yeah. I want to wring them their neck, right? <laughs> yeah. How do you view my husband? I really mm-hmm. want to slap him across the face. Yeah. Like, let's just be honest. You we deal with people who don't have their identity in Christ fully understood and they're not fully walking it out. Mm-hmm. We aren't either. We're in yeah. the we're in the place of coming into that likeness and coming into that understanding and that's a be- beautiful part of the journey. But it's like we we've had that patience and we've had that um that just that yeah that patience from the lord towards us and it's like we can look at all these other people and we see something in the natural and we begin to actually speak to what we're seeing but knowing that god doesn't do that about us you know what i mean like how who are we to do that to everybody else that we come in contact with Mm. so that's actually something that i began to partner with the lord on is asking like "Mm, that's a difficult person (laughs) Because I have a lot of opinions and they probably aren't what you're saying about them. Okay. And I want to tweet it and I want to hashtag it and I want to put it all over the world, but I'm not going to do that because that is not what you would want me to do. Yeah. (laughs) But you can actually stop. Lord, how do you see them? Mm -hmm. What do you say about that person? And, and I can be very, very vulnerable in this situation and like in, in this conversation that we're having and be like, I have had some really crazy family stuff going on in the last year. Mm, yeah. um, I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, but I lost my mom. I lost my mom and my mother was the glue to our family. You know, in all honesty, she was the one that got up at seven every morning or maybe earlier who constantly prayed, who constantly interceded, who constantly covered our family in prayer. And it was like when the glue was removed, everything was exposed. Everything about my family was exposed. All of the ugly truths that we may have not even known were a thing, they became exposed. They came to the surface. And that is when you see what you are really made of, Hmm. is when the exposing is, is happening. Am I going to see the Lord the same? Am I going to say that God is good? Yeah. When I lost my mom. Right. I I had a moment of exposure. Yeah. And that. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. To to say I prayed, I fasted, I I got on my face and I still lost my mom and mm. God is is still good. I don't know many people that have been in that position that wouldn't blame God for what happened. Yeah. But to the very core of my DNA my situation does not change who God is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change it. That is where we as believers get it wrong. We, we, we have not, and I can honestly say this, I fully believe that God is good. I fully believe that God did not take my mother. God is not the God that, that takes. He doesn't kill. He doesn't do these things. He's the, he's the giver of life. Yeah. He's good to all. And we say this on this podcast all the time. I feel like this is what the Lord wants to stress is he is good to all, which means he's evil to none. Mm. And I, I want to share this moment. I feel like this is what the Lord wants to do at this yeah. moment. But yeah. it's so weird because I didn't know that I would ever even talk about any of this. Um, wow. But it was the day before my mother passed away. Michael Koulianos was at my church. He actually called my dad um, at the hospital and they prayed over my mom. We were still waiting for a miracle. We're still standing. Nothing ever came out of my mom's mouth until her her last words. Literally nothing else came out of her mouth but the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, and he's my healer. And my dad gets a scripture in Deuteronomy that talks about God groaning over us. And he tells us to Michael and we're like, cool. (laughs) We pray it. We're like, okay, God's groaning for my mom's healing, you know. He's, he's yearning for her to be well and to be whole and all these things. And I believed it. I was totally in agreement with that. Um, I came to the hospital. My dad tells me this is what him and Michael talked about. And then the next thing I know, a couple that literally drove from almost an hour and a half away from Lakewood Church that's known my family like their whole life. That morning, Joel Osteen had talked about signs, wonders, and miracles and healings. And the husband got the fire of God on him so strong that he got in the car and said, we need to go pray for Barbara. 
That's my mom, by the way, for those of you listening. Um, And they get in the car. They drive all this way. They come into the hospital. And it honestly was a very odd sight because this man who had not heard the conversation that we had just had walks into the hospital room groaning. Wow. Literally groaning, weeping. And, and shaking. Mm. It made the nurse so uncomfortable. It made my brother-in-law and my sister so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. They had to leave their room. And I look at my dad and I'm like, yo, like, um, uh, did you talk to him about this? And my dad's like, I've literally been here with you the whole time. He goes over to my mom. He lays on my mom, over my mom. And he's, he's groaning and he's crying. And I begin to weep. Wow. And out of his mouth... It was the heart of God for my mother. And it said, it's my will that you're well. Mm. It's my will that you're well. Choose life. Choose life. And I believe that my mother had a choice. Wow. I believe that my mother could have said, sure. You're my healer. I believe that you'll heal me. And we're going to see this through. But I also believe that she saw Jesus. Yeah. I don't know about you. Looking at 2020... If it meant Jesus or staying here a little bit longer, I would choose Jesus every time, every single time. And I believe that my mother saw Jesus. Mm. I believe that my mother who was, didn't die of cancer, but who was going to have to go through chemo, saw what 2020 was going to bring. I believe the Lord let her see a glimpse of it. Mm. She was going to be in that hospital by herself during all of this. Wow. And it was the goodness of God towards my mom that she didn't have to be here for this. Wow. God didn't take her. It was her choice. And that's what I want to stress is that through the hardest of times, you have to have it as a foundational truth of your life. And it'll keep your fire going. Yes. If you're allowing the circumstances and the things and the opinions of others and, and, and all of this crap, let's call it what it is. If you allow that to be where your focus is, your wood is going to stay wet and you're never going to get, you're never going to get lit, but you're not without hope. If you do have wet wood, Yeah. if you do your, do allow yourself to be exposed. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a moment of exposure that had to happen in my heart that has dramatically shifted the course of my life over the last year. I didn't think I was going to write a book. Wow. I didn't think I was going to start a podcast. I didn't think that I was ever going to leave Texas, move from Texas, do any of the things that I'm doing right now. Mm. And it was because of of just an exposing, a rawness that had to happen because, and I'll just, I'm just literally going off where I feel like this, the Lord wants us to go, but I had a great life. I was leading worship at my church. I was traveling to the nations. I have my vocal lesson business. I had all these other things. All my friends, all my family is in Texas. And all of a sudden, after my mom passes away, the reality of heaven becomes the prominent thing in my focus. Heaven is very close to anybody that's listening. Heaven is very close. You're here one day and you can be gone the next. And, and what I'm getting at is it's not like fear. It's not fear. Like be afraid. 2020 is going to like, you know, cause your life to end. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's the, are you doing what you think everybody else wants you to do? Or are you doing what God wants you to do? Are you living for approval of man? Are you living for acceptance from man? Or are you living to honor the Lord? Are you Mm. willing to become uncomfortable enough that it exposes everything about you, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, to where it brings you to a place that you might be out on an island, isolated on your own? Are you willing to allow that to happen? Because here's the thing. When you say yes, that's probably going to happen. But I can promise you, Danielle can promise you, on the other side of the exposing, on the other side of your yes, there is literally so much breakthrough. Yeah. 
There's literally so much victory. There's so much joy. There's so much adventure. This has been the most adventurous year of my entire life. Mm. And when I started to go on these journeys, I went to Canada for five months and I, the Lord told me to be a nomad for six months. <laughs> and he told me, and that's all, like, I even came and met Danielle was in this act of <laughs> obedience that he told me in all of this time, like that he wanted to take me on a journey and that he wanted to adventure with me. And it has been literally the most beautiful thing. The exposing brought the embracing. Mm. It, it brought me closer to my savior. It brought me closer to um, the fullness of, of who he's called me to be. Mm. It brought me closer to identity. And it's, I want to stress that, that those of you that have like ever run away from the Lord, those of you who are in a place of just indifference, you don't really have an opinion right now. Yeah. You're like, well, my church hasn't been meeting, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to feed my, my soul or I'm not going to feed my spirit or I'm just not going to be in community. Or or maybe you're just like totally like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> like, I'm totally an unbeliever and not, like I, I want to know what you're talking about because I want to yeah. know hope like that. Yeah. I want to know peace like that. Like, I, I actually want to believe that God is who you are saying he is right, right now, that he's actually that good. I want to know that. Like, what I want to say to you is, why not get on the table? Why not give it a shot? Like, 2020 has been a crazy year, so why not just try something else mm-hmm. if if you don't have joy, if you don't have peace, if you don't have, like, these things that you seemingly are, like, searching for? Um, I don't know if you want to say anything else about any of this, but I just really feel like there there's an exposing that this has exposed the church. Yes. 2020 has exposed the church. It has. This um, has exposed the hearts of every person. We're seeing ugly. Mm -hmm. We're seeing beautiful. We're seeing some crazy stuff, you know, and the exposing can lead to one or the other. It can lead to embarrassment or it can lead to that embrace. And I think, and I know, Danielle, and my heart is that you would be so vulnerable to say, God, like, ex- expose in me what's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Like that tidal wave. Yeah. Pull back. Like, let, let all of that be seen. I don't care what anybody thinks because yeah. I know that what is coming is going to be so much greater. I know that it's going to consume me in a way that my fire will never go out again. Yes. Like, what do you have anything yeah. in your heart to share? Yeah. When this all started happening, you know, the song Refiner mm-hmm. that came out, and they do it so beautifully. Yeah. And um, that song hit me. And there was a moment in time mm-hmm. where I couldn't sing it because I was actually afraid of what would happen. Mm. And I remember when that song would come on and I would skip it because I was literally afraid to even sing it out of my mouth because I know what the, what happens when I say something or sing something because it's actually that declaration. And so when it says, I want to be tried by fire, purified. Mm Yeah. Yeah. That even that in itself, you gotta know what you're asking for. <laughs> You've gotta know what you're asking for. But yeah. I had this moment of, you know what? I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna pray that there was stuff yeah. going all around. In, I mean, there were worship leaders, babies dying in their sleep. There was stuff, real stuff happening when this song came out. And when I sang that song for the first time and just yeah. said refiner refine me yeah. refiner refine yeah. me the purification process in that i'd encourage you guys to listen to that song yeah. but i got wrecked because it was actually a letting go of fear sure. knowing that god is good yeah knowing that he is good yeah. in everything yeah. and actually just being able to sing that song was so freeing yeah. something changed in me yeah. and i did feel like I was getting back up on that table sure. and fully exposed of like every fear and doubt and things that I was holding on to my children. Yeah. I was holding on so tight knowing mm-hmm. that 
I really needed to open up and just <laughs> let the Lord, he yeah. gave them to me, like just let him have everything yeah. and every fear, every worry. And as I sang that so- song, something broke off of me and it was this new level of trust that I had in my good, good, great, amazing, yeah. never let me down father. Yes. And it was yeah. this new intimacy that yeah. I hadn't felt before. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I feel like when people understand that everything that the Lord could like take off and expose is literally because he literally desires to have you that much closer. Mm. When you understand that the exposing is for for that relationship, like it's not a relationship like you and your husband have. It's not a relationship between friends. It's not even the, a relationship between a mother and a son. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different type of relationship that nothing can be nothing can be between you for it to work. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. he's gonna love you regardless, you know? Like marriages work, relationships work, and there's often things that are still constantly having to be like worked out, you mm-hmm. know? But it's like there's there's a closeness that the father wants with us. And all of our stuff can't be, it can't be there, you know, but he's going to love you and he's going to embrace you regardless. Yep. But when you understand that him trying to like shuck those things off, almost like a, like an ear of corn is literally to get to the very, like, like the ugly, the, the center, the core, like of, of like who you are. And that is enough. Like I, I say this phrase to people, like, I love your guts. (laughs) I'm like, I had a little kid one time be like, why did you say that? (laughs) I don't know why you said that. That's weird. And I was like, guts are gross, right? (laughs) And they were like, yeah. And I was like, that means I love even the grossest part of who you are. And like when Mm. I realized that that was the reason I was saying that to people, the Lord immediately said to me, and I love you the same. Yeah. Like I know everything. And we have to get past this. Like he doesn't know like what is wrong with us. Like um, he made you. Hello. Yeah. He knew every hair on your head. He knows everything that you'll ever walk through, yeah. everything that you've already been through. He knows your beginning from your end, and nothing is a surprise to him. When you understand that nothing is a surprise to him, and his end goal is always relationship with you. Yeah. It's to let you know how loved, how wanted, how cherished, how how beautiful you are to him. Like I think of Zephaniah 3.17 where it says, like, um, the Lord your God is in your midst. He is... Um, he sings over you and he mm. rejoices over you with love. Yes. Guys, it's not like that's not a conditional thing. It's it's not even based on your performance at all. Like um, when I sang with Israel and Newbreed, Israel said this to me one time and this like rocked me forever. He said, when we are in the place of singing, God, you're holy. God, you're worthy. God, you're beautiful. If you understand Zephaniah 317, and he's singing over you. When you say, God, you're holy, he is in response. It's like a call and response happening with you and the Lord. He is like, no, you're holy. Hmm. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're like, you're beautiful. He's like, no, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're, you're so lovely. You're the fairest of 10,000. So are you. Oh, yes. When you understand that there's that constant exchange happening, it's not the Lord being greedy. Yeah. To get, 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 get from you. He's worthy of it all. Like, yeah, he is. period, end of story. But when you understand that his love for you is bringing you into who he's always seen you to be, beautiful, lovely, holy, worthy, it's just like him. Yep. He sees you just like him. And we're coming into the understanding and walking into that fullness of, I, I am just like him. I want to be just like him. Yes. I want to be just like my father. And if you have to expose every single thing about me so that that can happen, that is where I am in in my life. And that's what we want to invite you to. Yes. It's not scary. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's not temporarily uncomfortable. It's not forever uncomfortable. Like 
living in discomfort, you know? Um, It gets sweeter and sweeter every single day. Mm -hmm. You could say the same thing, right? Totally. And clearer. Yeah. More clarity Mm -hmm. and more just this wild living (laughs) for him. Yeah. It really is. And it's easier. Yeah. It's easier. There's Mm -hmm. like this ease about it. Yeah. And I get back up on the table all the time. Yeah. At this point, it's like, why not? <laughs> right? At it's like, point. let me just clear off the table right now. I just acted a dang fool. Yes. And I need you to fix what made me act like that. Yes. You know what I mean? So let's be quick to j- yes. jump back on that table. Get on the table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And like, if you wouldn't mind, would you just like, just pray? Yes. Just about... Just that exposing for anybody that might be listening. That it's been hard for. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's easy for the people that are listening. But it's like, this has just been a... This has been a very hard season. Yeah, it has. And I really feel like there's been a lot... I've seen it in some of my friends. Like, there's just... There's kind of been like this separation that's happened. And they don't feel that closeness to the Lord right now. Because the community has been the source of the relationship with the Lord that just really pray that people would understand how to walk back into that intimacy and the exposure without anybody else involved. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like if you've made it this far in the podcast, there's something that is, is bringing you in and that is, we know what that something is. It's the presence of God. Mm -hmm. So even wherever you're at, I believe right now for a fresh encounter with the heavenly father, God, I thank you so much Mm -hmm. that you meet us right where we are. You meet us right where we are in the mess of it in whatever we're walking through. And God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, that joy would be restored to every single listener in the name of Jesus, joy restored, Mm -hmm. joy restored. Even as he is breathing the breath of life, the wind would come through your home, your car, the grocery store, wherever you're listening right now through those AirPods, that the (laughs) wind of God would just blow through right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And that joy would be restored. And I pray against the shame that the enemy tries to put shame on us. So we just we just break that yeah. right now in the name of Jesus. That anybody dealing with this shame, this weight, yeah. I see this weighty, weighty, weighty shame. It's like, yeah. like a weighted blanket. I don't know if you've been under a weighted blanket before, but I see this weighted blanket of shame. Yeah. And we just call that, and that that would lift off right now yes. in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, would you just go in and gently just take that off in the name of Jesus? Even this is going to feel like an exposing, but God, would you come in just like that gentle, gentle, gentle. I just see him saying gentle, I'm gentle, I'm gentle, I'm gentle, and I'm restoring joy. Thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus, so much yes. for that. Yes. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And I just, I, I love that you said that just uh, when I was in Canada, I had to learn French and this just kind of jumped out to me when you were saying gentle, 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 I was mm. having to learn how to communicate with the children in French. Yes. And <laughs> whenever I was trying to teach them to be gentle, like with my dog, I learned, you know, gentil, gentil is, is gentle, right? Yes. And it's so funny because I feel like. I don't know all the different nations and, and things that will listen to this because I do have a lot of relationships in the nations, but I just, I, I really like feel like very strongly that specifically, I don't, I feel like there's going to be some French people that are going to listen to this Amazing. from, from Montreal and Quebec. And I just, the Lord specifically wanted to like highlight you guys, because I know that in Canada, especially not all over Canada, but in Quebec, like specifically, I know that you guys had to go back into a lockdown. You had wow. to go back into, I think they're calling it like red zone or something like that. And I just really feel like, um, there's been a lack of hope mm. that has come back in all of this. A lot of you have had to do without jobs. You've had to do with 
uh, relationship. You can't even have more than two people in your house at a time. Families can't get together. All of your holidays and things like that are coming up. And it was just so funny that the Lord was like, gentil, gentil to me. Like mm. he was like saying, I want you to encourage my French people. I want you to encourage my French Canadians. I want them to understand that I am, am with them. And there's being, there's things that are being exposed in your government that I am going to shed light on that they're going to be exposed in this season. And when you guys come out of this season, there's going to be a freedom allowed in the church that has never been allowed there before. Yes, and Lord. I just see the gentle hand of the Lord yes, just ministering to you guys, loving on you guys, embracing you guys in a season what feels like isolation. I just ask you to just open up your hearts and invite him in to, to fellowship with you, to intimacy with you. Um, let him teach you. You don't need people to teach you how to how to do this. He is the best teacher. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher. And there is no junior Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You don't need people to to be the Holy Spirit for you. I believe that the Lord is meeting you right now where you are in your home in a season of isolation. Let the season of isolation bring you into identity. Let the season of isolation bring you into identity because you are yielding to that exposure. And I just see like the gentle hand of the Lord, the gentle hand of the Lord. It's going to be so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so beautiful. You're you're going to feel just, it's just going to be like a, like when you go to, to pat somebody on the shoulder or hug somebody, like just very, very lightly. I just believe that even in your, your place right now, you're going to begin to feel that that's the Lord. That's the Lord loving on you. That's the Lord ministering to you. And I just want to encourage you to to ask him, teach me, teach me how to be exposed. Teach me how to live this way that they're talking. Um, and I, and I just, I felt that very strongly that he wanted to specifically just speak to you guys. And, um, man, the Lord loves you guys so mm-hmm. much. I have such a heart for, for the French people. Like wow. I literally get so overwhelmed because they're, whew, <laughs> mm-hmm. Even right now, like it's so crazy that this happened. This just jumped in my spirit too. There was some terrorist attacks in in Paris today. Like wow. I didn't even think about that until just right now. I didn't know that. Um, wow, Lord, I just want to pray, Lord, yes. that you would pour out your spirit. Yes, God, on your French people, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. That where the enemy has tried to come in and bring other gods as the god over your French people, we. We pray against that. We cast that down and we say that you are Lord over Paris. You are Lord over the French Canadians. You are Lord over Canada. You are Lord over that people group. And you will have your rightful place in that nation. Yes. You will have your right. You will be glorified. You will be honored. You will get what is yours, Lord, from that people. They will not be silenced. Lord, I ask that you embrace and and minister to the families that lost people um, in this synagogue or this church um, that were attacked for being Christians, Lord. Lord, I I, I know that in the natural it doesn't look good and it um, it doesn't look hopeful, but you are a God of hope and we choose to anchor ourselves to hope. Yes. We choose to be prisoners of hope. And Lord, I thank you that you're teaching even just everyone, but specifically your French people, how to be anchored to hope in the midst of crisis, in the midst of tragedy. God, Lord, that this ex- this exposing of the enemy yes. would lead to an embracing of your Christians in these areas, Father. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just speak a blessing over your that that people group specifically. Yes. Thank you that you pour out your spirit over the French people. You pour out your spirit over the French Canadian people, Lord. You have such a special place in your heart for them and you want them to know how much you love them, you cherish them, and that you are their God Mm -hmm. and that you are with them, that you will never leave them and you'll never forsake them. And we thank you that even though they might be in a red zone, we know the only red that we pay attention to yes, is the blood, the of, blood Jesus. of Jesus. Yes. And I just speak a better, that better word. Yes. The better word is the love of Jesus, the blood of Jesus 
over your nation. Yes, God. Your nation will not go away from the things of God. The revival that you've been contending for and that you've been praying for, it will happen. Yes. And we stand with you as the United States. Yes. And we stand with you. We hold up your arms. Yes. And we come into agreement for revival in your land. Yes. And and guys, it's it's literally that easy. Come into agreement with what he's already said, what he's already promised. When you live from that place, you understand your authority. You understand that you're seated in heavenly places. And you understand that nothing can remove you from your seat. Mm -hmm. Live from the seat. You are seated in heavenly places with him. And you have all authority over heaven, in heaven and in earth, over principalities, over powers, over rulers of darkness, over spirits of wickedness. You have authority. And I just had to say that. (laughs) Yes, amen. So, oh my gosh, this has been fun. This has been so fun. (laughs) Wow. I feel like there's been so many different rabbit trails, but I really just love how it was like so just led by the Holy Spirit. That's that's what I want this podcast to be, you know? And I I love what you, everything that you said um, about the wood and about the tsunami and the the exposure is the, is the thing, is the word Mm -hmm. of this podcast. That's what I'm going to call it. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. <laughs> and yes. uh, you guys know that are listening that I'm going to be as real and as raw and as just open as possible because why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's That's time. exposure. It's, it's time. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God has said ready, set, go with, yeah. with voices yeah. right now. Yeah. So I want to speak to even any voices that have been silenced Come out on. of fear. Yeah. Out of fear. We just call that to go right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And the um, restraint, um, the choking out of your voice, that is going to stop right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you. Voices restored. Hopes restored. Dreams restored. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Mm. This has been so, so fun. So fun. So fun. Well, you're so fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's so also much. getting late here. so It's like so late. We're starting to get real tired. Okay, people. So you're just going to have to bear with us. Oh, but it's but, good. Yes. But thank you so much, Danielle. Like, I definitely want to have you on again. I'm hoping at some point I actually get to start doing some music on, on these things. Amazing. I really want to do that. So definitely love to have you back for that. Wow. Thank so, you, Bethany. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I just pray that this bless you. Um... And if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about, you want to get in touch with Danielle, you want to know more about her music, about her ministry, where can they get in touch with you? Yeah. Instagram is the best way. That is. Um, (laughs) I think it's just Danielle Houston with a little underscore after that. Yeah. And yeah, I'd love to connect with people. I love it. Yeah. So you guys reach out to her, you follow her. Um, Go ask questions, um, leave a review about how this blessed you. It'll bless her. It'll bless me. And I'm just excited to keep bringing you guys more of just people that I feel like literally honor the heart of the father. Um, it doesn't matter to me if you know who they are. Um, God knows who they are and they're generals to him. And so I'm honoring generals and I just, I just pray that you, would open your heart, you know, with all of these podcasts, whether you know the name or not, because the Lord has something specific. And this, this is literally a mandate from the Lord that I do this, this podcast. And so I'm being obedient. And I know that this is just, this is pulling heartstrings. This is really speaking to, um, the church. It's speaking to the unbeliever. It's speaking to old generation and young generation. And, every region and every nation and I'm just here for it. Yeah. It's amazing, <laughs> Bethany. Honestly, Bethany, you're the real deal. Thank you. And this podcast was blessed from the very beginning. Your your yes. Thank you. Like this is not happening anywhere and I hope the people can understand that that what you are bringing to earth. This is global. Yeah, thank this you. This is Jesus. global. Anybody has has this can can have access to this. Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. So yeah. Just keep, keep going, keep going. I'm so Amazing, Bethany. (laughs) 
Yes. Thank you, girl. Well, we're going to sign off and I'm going to edit this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like I'm saying, I'm going to be real, real. Y'all didn't know some of the stuff that we were like uh, working through with. <laughs> We've getting this done, but I love it. It's just, we got to be real. Yes. Like, people have been fake for too long, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I don't like prim, proper, and polished, you know? Like, you can't do it. That's not, that's not real life. So, <laughs> I love it. We love you guys. Stay tuned for so much more, and um, see you soon. <laughs>that was awesome. (laughs) I'm so glad that you tuned in today. And I pray that you leave so blessed and so inspired to live the life of a worshiper in your everyday. If you want more information on the artists and guests that I had on the podcast today, you can go to www.bethanyjoysings.com. And in the most recent blog post, you're going to find all their information and all the ways to connect with them. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Bethany Joy Sings, and on Facebook at Bethany Joy. And I pray that you continue to walk with us as we learn together how to live the life of a worshiper.